Good evening, good evening, Red Raider Nation. This is Joe with the Cotton Club crew coming at you with another installment of Sober Up Sunday. And if you're still drinking, I don't blame you. So if you're not sobered up, I totally understand what happened yesterday afternoon, early evening in Morgantown. I'm at a loss of words for. I truly, truly am at a loss of words for what took place there in Morgantown yesterday afternoon. As I'm sure all you all of you out there are very caught up with your hands stuck in the air, like what the hell are we doing? Or why are we doing this? Or why are we doing that? I get it. I get it. I get it. We get it collectively across the board. I believe everybody kind of understands it and is starting to see the writing on the wall. And it's, this isn't, I guess this isn't where we were expected to be four games into the year. Um, you know, where we were having early on quarterback questions, you know, play calling questions, um, discipline questions, you know, a lot of questions. You know, we had a, a lot of experience coming back on the offensive side, on the defensive side. And for us to be sitting firmly at one and three on the year, zero and one in the Big Twelve, man, it it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one to to understand. It's a tough one to be a part of. It's a tough. It's it's tough right now to be a Texas Tech football fan. Um, I'm just going to be plain plain and simple. It's tough right now to put all of our support in this program whenever it seems to be shooting itself in the foot more times than not. And, you know, just going away from things that we're successful at. Um, So I'm just going to go, this is going to be fairly brief. I mean, it's not going to be an hour long. I mean, as long as I, I guess I could want it to be because I mean, anybody could talk about how bad the game was for a long time a long period of time, but I just, I really don't have it in me to do that. And I really don't want to be frustrated for the rest of this evening. Um, closing out my weekend before I head back into work tomorrow. So, and plus it's just one of those deals. It's just why, why, why even talk about it for a long time other than, you know, the stuff that needs to be addressed. Um, so let's kind of just go ahead and start off and get into this. Um, first and foremost, our thoughts and our prayers are out there for a speedy recovery for Tyler Shuck. If you were under a rock yesterday or just, you know, somewhere where you didn't have any kind of internet connection, you didn't watch the game, you just whatever the reason may be, Tyler Shuck was lost for the year yesterday afternoon after he broke his fibula down there near his ankle area. And I, I, I know that we as a group have been kind of hard on Tyler, but it had never been personal. It's just what we saw on the football field. Um, and we never want to see a quarterback be replaced like that. You know, if he was playing bad and he got benched for Morton, 
that's one thing. But you don't go out there and wish that somebody physically gets hurt so we could see a, a change at the quarterback position. Um, it was a pretty scary, scary looking bend to his ankle. You know, our bodies don't necessarily bend that way for a reason. And for him to kind of play one additional snap after that actually occurred and him attempt to pass just kind of goes to tell you what, what this kid's all about. He was willing to leave it all out on the field. He looked to be like he left it all out on the field. It's a very, very shitty way for him to end his collegiate career on an injury like that because you know now now he's on a different timeline if he's if he's going to start prepping himself to get um, ready for the NFL draft rises um, you know he doesn't have much any more tape out there to kind of um, lift his draft stock so he's going to have to do a lot of work um, that's after the surgery that's after the rehab he's just going to have to work his tail off and if anybody knows Tyler, like how he per- carries himself, I truly believe he he will be okay. And, you know, he'll do and take all the necessary steps, you know, to get this corrected and to, you know, potentially try to get his name entered in that NFL draft next year. So um, our prayers are with you, my man. That's a shitty way to go down. As I just said, it's brutal. Brutal, brutal to watch. Brutal as a tech fan. Brutal to see one of your own go down. Brutal. It's just brutal. I mean, I know it's a part of the game. 100% injuries happen like that. But, I mean, injuries happening to good people, it sucks. You know, and and it happens at all levels. Um, I'm sure Tyler's not going to be the last one to go down in the country with an injury like this on any level. You know, it's just it's crappy to see. So I just kind of want to start that off with that, that, you know, we acknowledge the Tyler Shuck injury. We hope you have a speedy recovery and, you know, hope for greener pastures for you in the future, because I've know, I know you've dealt with quite a bit of injuries um, in your um, collegiate career. So um, nothing but the best for you. You are a Red Raider for life. You are as tough as nails. And you're as good as it gets, um, Tyler. So keep on that grind, get, get to feeling better and, you know, move on. And like I said, I just hope, hope and pray for the best for you in the future. Um, but as far as, you know, the football team itself right now, where do you want to start? Where, 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 where do you want to start? Um, do you want to start with the, the handful of positives there? Do you want to start with, play calling do you want to start with what do you want to start with this tech offense is stagnant our receivers are not creating separation our quarterbacks whether it was shuck or whether it was morton go through progressions pretty fast and it's either one or two and then the decisions made to tuck and run or, you know, it's a bad pass or whatever, for whatever reason, it could be a bunch of different things. And, you know, for the second, for the second consecutive away game from Lubbock, and I'm not, I'm not using this as a scapegoat or anything like that, because both teams had to play through it. 
and that was in the first game of the year as well, as well as this game that was played last night. Um, the weather conditions weren't weren't ideal, and typically, whenever the 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 weather condi- conditions aren't ideal for passing, you hand it off to your to your hogs in the back, and you let them do what they do. And we did, for the most part. I mean, just not in the mean meaningful parts of the game itself. Um, Tosh Brooks had a second consecutive stellar game. Um, another record high in touches, another solid yards per carry, 150, I believe, on the on the ground for the day or 140 something. It was it was up there. And for him not to be utilized in some key moments in this game is definitely one of those things I was talking about at the start is just kind of leaves you with your hands up in the air, you know, head scratching. Why, why towards the end of the game in a, you know, four down territory from the 10 or 11 yard line, we refuse. And I mean, we refuse or no, we don't, I'm not a part of that. So Kitley refuses to call a running play with a running back who has been gashing the opposing defense for five to seven yards per carry. He's not coming down with one tackle. He's, you know, it's a gang tackle to get Tosh to the ground. Why, why, why are we not running the ball in these situations? I mean, I can't answer that. It's it's so I don't know what to say. It's just it's tough to watch for any kind of tech fan. It's tough to watch because, you know, you're like, this is what we need to do. We need to keep pounding it at them just back and back. You know, I bet we scored there if we ran the ball twice. I mean, not 100 percent, but I'm pretty damn sure we're making decent there's multiple options there to run from the from that particular spot after a run or two, you know, to where if the pass isn't there, there's a chance you could run it in. But we didn't even give our guy a shot. That's what's disheartening about this. We didn't give our guy a shot. We have a bona fide playmaker in the backfield. He wears the number 28. His name is Taj Brooks. He's waited his time to be the guy. And what do we do? What does Kitley do? What does McGuire allow Kitley to do? Turn our back on our guy. A guy who, like I said, literally carried this offense on his back. You know, it's, it's tough. It is super, super tough to get behind Kitley right now. It is Nobody could defend him anymore because everybody saw what I'm saying right now. And also there was, I believe, a third down play call where I think we try to hit Nehemiah Martinez, you know, off nothing against Nehemiah. Great kid, great player, can make plays. But, you know, he's out of all the weapons that you have and a fade route called. These aren't the. These aren't the guys you typically throw it to. And some bad, bad play calling, you know, 
towards the back end of this this game kind of made it to where ultimately the demise of this team, you know, offensively, you know, Kidley's Kidley has to make some kind of adjustments. I mean, there's, there's no excuse. There is absolutely no excuse why you don't at least give it to Taj two of those four downs that you have in the red zone. Um, the game kind of was all about that on our offensive side, only putting, Three points up in the first half. Uh, Gino Garcia field goal fairly early on. Then the shuck injury kind of, you know, took some of the air out of the the cells for our guys. And, you know, they just weren't ever right in this game. Offensively, for sure. Defensive side, you know, they're playing as well as you could play with the amount of time that they spent on the field last night. You know, yes, the pass rush wasn't there. And, yes we let some open receivers get, you know, get open for touchdowns, tight ends, particularly, particularly. Um, but man, we knew what their game plan was coming into it. You know, they were going to pound the ball, run, 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 run. That we, we called it. That's their, that's what they do. And they ran it like we knew they were going to do. And we still couldn't stop it. We still couldn't make the meaning meaningful stops. But our defense, you know, is that bend, don't break deal. You know, our guys can't be giving up. But let's see, we've given up 20 to West Virginia, Tarleton State 3, 38 to Oregon, 35. I mean, it's not necessarily, I mean, great that, you know, but giving up 20, giving up 20 in the Big 12 with the kind of offense we have, we're winning that game nine times out of 10. Let's just be honest. Let's, it's, we're winning it nine times out of 10. If we hold uh, the opposing team in the Big 12 with the kind of offense that Texas Tech traditionally has, we're winning by at least two scores. And that, that hasn't happened. That definitely has not happened. Now, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to say about about what happened last night. I'm trying to find all of the positives here. You know, the Gino Garcia starting to settle in with his field goal kicking is a good thing. The linebacker group, which had so many question marks going into the season, you know, replacing um, Krishan and Kosi, um, there was a lot of question marks. And, you know, a matter of fact, that may have been your weakest point on our defensive side as far as depth was concerned and experience. But those guys are playing lights out. Josiah Pierre, Ben Roberts, um, I believe I saw Miguel Dingle in there, true freshman making plays. You know, yeah, they don't have a lot of time, but these guys are flying around making plays. and. Ben Roberts, if he stays with us and stays in this defense, he is going to be a problem. He'll be a problem by the by year's end, whenever that may be, you know, if it's in a bowl game or if it's just, you know, in the regular season because we can't win six games. Ben Roberts is going to be a problem. Um, I believe I saw Miguel Dingle in there. I believe I saw Ty Kana in there at some point in time if, I'm, if I have his jersey 
number correct. I mean, we saw some guys in there that, you know, don't have a whole lot of experience, but, you know, they're, these are guys who could just play some ball. I was, I mean, that's just like the positive side of what took place yesterday. There's not a whole lot of positives anywhere that I could point to. Our secondary did okay, I guess. I mean, we got some turnovers, two of them. You know, usually how that that works out is, you know, we win that turnover battle. I know it's take three university, and, you know, we usually win the game, but we got two meaningful turnovers there, and we did absolutely nothing with them, you know. And just just kind of going back and following up with that stagnant offense, I mean, that's just kind of where it, where it starts and ends with our stagnant offense and then the poor play calling that goes along with it. You know, I, I don't mean to beat a dead horse because everybody saw what happened last night, but I mean, it's stagnant, you know, to a degree, you know, whenever we have something going good for us, then we start throwing the ball. You know, we have, we have guys in the backfield who can make plays, just give them the ball. Our offensive line, they seem to just want to run block and not pass block and give our guys time back there. So if that's all that's work run working for, you just run the damn ball. Run it, run it, run it until they can prove to you that they can stop it. Why try anything else? You know, there's no point of you trying to just bait them into a play action if your offensive line isn't holding up in your your quarterbacks under duress. And then on top of that, your wide receivers aren't, aren't creating separation. It's far and few between hell, even the Dre McCray catch that happened, you know, to, to keep that drive going there towards the end. He had to make a hell of a catch for that to, to continue. Baron made a good throw. And he just made an incredible catch. But that's one of those 50-50 balls that usually doesn't go on in the way of an offense unless, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't happen like that. It's just so tough, so damn tough to re- to figure out what's going on. I can't, me personally, I don't, my football knowledge with text stuff only goes back so far. But I can't think of a time in recent memory where we just have had this many question marks on the offensive side of the ball with given the kind of firepower we have on that particular side of the ball, you know, it's just so damn tough as a fan or anybody, you know, to watch. And I'm sure this coaching staff has heard it and read it all across whatever platform they just look on the internet but there's got to be some soul searching here there's got to be some accountability here you know there has to be some changes or we may be looking at at the big the how would i word this the biggest letdown year out of all the schools in the country, you know, with some experts. And then this is just kind of, excuse me, us drinking the Kool-Aid kind of deal. But, you know, with everything that we had coming back, all of the, 
all the experience, both sides of the ball, you know, uh, an experienced quarterback, experienced O-line, great wide receivers, one in particular that was an All-American, and then a defense of front that was was deep, a linebacking corp that was kind of short on the depth side, and then just a very, very talented and older secondary. You know, we may be the college team letdown of the year. I mean, it, 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 is it safe to say? I mean, I think it is. I think it's safe to say that we may have trouble getting into a bowl game. You know, we're going to have to win some games, some game, some tough games. You know, we have Houston coming in next. And that's a home game. We have to definitely take care of that. We should have beat West Virginia, you know. You know, that's already already said and done with. You know, that's already an L. We're one and one and three, oh and one. So that kind of leaves where you, if you're looking at this schedule, where are these wins going to come from to get you to six? Baylor and and Waco after your after Houston, that's a push. You know, that's not neither here or there. Then Kansas State at home, that's not going to be easy. BYU on the road, that's not going to be easy. TCU here in Lubbock, that's definitely not going to be easy. Kansas on the road, I mean, Kansas is ranked now. They're playing some good football. That's not going to be a gimme. UCF, they're playing some good football as well. We host them here in, in later no- November. And then we finish in Austin. I mean, let's ask ourselves the hard question right now. Is this team a a bowl contender? Like, do you think this team is going to even make it to a bowl game? I mean, I don't I don't think so. With as much hype as this this team has had. I don't I don't know. And these are the tough questions that need to be asked. Like, hey, is this are we gonna go bowling? Cause it's for me, I see another maybe two games in this in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games where we will probably be favored by this littlest of margins. I think we'll be favored against Houston and I believe we'll be favored against Baylor, but I don't think we'll be favored against against Kansas State, BYU, TCU, Kansas, UCF, and or Texas. Like, it's just not, it's not looking great. So some things are going to have to, some changes are definitely going to have to be made. Um, maybe getting some of our younger guys and some of the depth pieces on our offensive line addressed to, you know, where we get better pass protection, you know, get some different, you know, just throw different combinations out there and see what works. But if you want to just continue to run this particular offensive line out there, they're pretty damn good at run blocking. So just hand the ball off to Taj, Cameron, Bryson, Nehemiah, when he's back there, you know, let these guys eat. If that's all we could do, 
and we need to run the ball 50 times a game to be successful, then let's do it. Because we haven't shown otherwise in any other department with passing and some of our our receiving issues and then some of our play calling issues with running, passing, getting our tight ends involved, getting our running backs involved. You know, I could go all night long, you know, but it's just beating a dead horse, you know. We know this team on paper is very good. We know for a fact that we have playmakers on both sides of the ball with plenty of experience. You know, we have the pieces there. But for whatever reason, we cannot get out of our own way. Is mind boggling. There's just no other way to say it. And I know I'm probably repeating myself a lot, but that's just because it's just, it's hard to talk about, you know, and these are, this is just stuff that, that goes on. Our offense is, our offense is, is not, is missing, missing its heart, you know, for us. I mean, this takes me on to another path, you know, you know, the motto of the brand. I mean, the 60 minutes of us, I mean, we haven't seen anywhere close to that maybe 15 minutes maybe 30 maybe i mean we could easily be we could easily beat wyoming we could easily beat oregon we had the opportunities we did beat charleston state and then we did have the opportunities against west virginia you know these little one score games that that were on our side so much a year ago aren't aren't going our way i mean we had some very tight games last year the houston game the texas game the oklahoma game those are the three biggest ones well hell even the iowa state game you know if all four of those go go bad last year then you know it's only a four-win team you know we're not you know we're not going anywhere not going bowling we're not doing any of that it's just it's just tough to see a team that is this talented struggle and then uh, a staff that is so blind to change. Like there's some things that need to happen there. We all know it um, mo- more so on the offensive play call inside of it, you know, for a man to be getting paid that kind of money and for that to be the product out there, you know, is he on a hot seat now? Like, is he coaching for his job? I mean, these aren't far-fetched questions to ask anymore, you know, just based on the product. I know Tyler was getting a lot of the heat for the, the play calling that Kitley was making. Like, he was the scapegoat, but then Tyler goes down, and there you have you don't have any more scapegoat. You can't blame it on Morton. You could blame some of it, I guess, you know, but he's young. I mean, these are mistakes that you are having to deal with with a younger quarterback, a talented quarterback nonetheless, but a younger quarterback. So who's who's going to be accounted? Who's taking accountability for it now? I know McGuire's tired of hearing it. I bet McGuire's tired of seeing it on the field as well. I mean, he looks he looked defeated. Like, what else am I supposed to do? You know, our defense, like I said, 
was our bright spot. They kept us in the game relatively for the most part. We had the chances to to win there or at least make um, send the game into overtime. But we refused to run the ball. I don't know. I just I would like to kind of feel I mean, we're on Twitter and things like that. And to feel kind of the the voice and the pulse of Red Raider Nation right now, it's hurting. On our football front, it is definitely hurting. And what I don't know what else needs to be changed. Obviously, McGuire, and I don't think he's necessarily the problem. Matter of fact, I think all the guys that we have coaching staff wise. I don't have question marks with one exception, you know, and that's Coach Kitley. Everybody else seems to have, you know, done the best. I mean, Coach Johnson, Juice, I think he's doing the the best with what he's given, and he has a shit tons of talent on that side of the ball. But, I mean, if some of those guys aren't getting separation, throw some other guys out there. See if we got to figure something out. Something's got to give. This is, like I said earlier on, this is one of those uh, heart-to-heart moments with yourself, a soul-searching moment with yourself, because this team could might as well only win three games this year. I mean, this is something that we have to potentially be prepared for. Do I want that to happen? No. Do I know that McGuire's had teams in the past? And yes, I know comparing high school to to college is you know two different worlds but coach mcguire did have a a year there i don't know exactly what year it was i was happened to be talking to um an ex-tech football player and an um a friend of coach mcguire's um from my my seat in the stadium a couple weeks back and he told me a story where um they went, I believe it was 0-3 to start the year. And then they got on a run. And then they ended up winning the state championship. Yes, I know. This is college football. This is a whole different ball game. But, I mean, it's possible. This team could get hot. We have the talent for it to get hot. We have the pieces there. But there are just, like I said, it just has a lot of soul searching. you got to find out why why you're doing this and that's everybody involved with the football program to get better collectively as a team. I think this team is good. We just haven't seen it yet. And that's the the bad thing about it. You know, we haven't seen it yet and we're in game. We're going to be prepping for game five and we haven't seen, let's just say a full half of what, this team is capable of and that's disheartening as a tech fan as a tech supporter tech alumni tech anything you know anybody affiliated with tech even if you're just a texas tech fan i'm sure it hurts i'm sure it's tough to want to support a team that's putting this out on the field but i mean there's this is there's just like i said it's just a lot of questions that could be asked more more and more questions are that are just starting to pile up um obviously now quarterback depth is another thing so what where do we go 
if Baron goes down, you know, we is it Jake, um, Jake Strong, or if we have somebody else who's in line and wait there. I mean, we these are things we have to consider. You know, what what's Kitley going to do as far as scheme wise moving forward with the rest of the year in the Big Twelve? Are we going to continue to do what we're doing? Are we going to actually give give our playmakers a bigger, bigger shot of making plays? And then that's running through Taj Brooks. For this team to be successful, Taj Brooks has to touch the ball. Taj Brooks has to be involved. Like He has to be involved. He's just that. He's going to be playing on Sunday, everybody. And if you have any doubt about Taj Brooks being in the NFL and you don't think he has what it takes to make it, you should go. You should go do something different with your life because that's an NFL running back right there. He doesn't go down with these weak ass arm tackles. He he continues to chug his feet. He has the you know very deceptive speed for for somebody his size, and his vision is top notch. I mean, he's an NFL running back. So let's start feeding some of these guys. Most importantly, Taj. I just, it's hard. It's hard for me to not want to just, just rant. And I know I've been ranting. I'm sorry. I apologize. But it's just, you know, as I'm sitting here looking around, thinking about this team and what changes need to be made or what needs to happen. Obviously, like I said, I don't get paid what they get paid to make these decisions, but I know there's a lot of, I just hope it's not a lot of finger pointing. I just hope they collectively get it together as a team, as a unit and figure out what's going on. And ultimately as that team group unit decide on change, because this team's good. It's so good. Maybe not on the, in the record, you know, what we have right now, but this team, this team can be great. Big 12 championship. Great. Huh? Maybe, I guess, you know, that's still a very, very, very small window now, you know, without, with going into that game, going into the big 12 with a loss. You know, if the chips fall the right way moving forward, then maybe. But I mean, we gotta we gotta make a change. We gotta we gotta do some soul searching. We gotta be motivated. It's kind of hard for me to support a brand when the team that we're playing is the hardest working. They're more competitive. You know out of the two teams that are on the field when one team preaches it and the other team does it to you, it's kind of disheartening. So what, what's next? That's kind of just where, where I'm at. What's next. Um, we have a full week of prep for Houston on Saturday at two 30. I'm sure McGuire will address some other things tomorrow in his press conference that he does have. Um, you know, status of the team, injuries, you know, change-wise. I mean, he's. I'm sure he's going to ask a lot of questions. Or he's going to have to answer a lot of questions because collectively as a whole, I'm, we, have, we, have, we have tons and tons of 
of questions out there. You know, I apologize for that little ESPN thing. I thought I had my phone muted, but um, it's, I'm just at a loss. I know that whenever it happened yesterday, it was just more like a venting across the board. Everybody was just kind of venting their frustrations. If you're mad, be mad. You know, nobody could tell you how to fan. If you want to be pissed and say, no, this, this shit isn't working back to the drawing board that do what you want. Just don't, don't take it out on our team itself. Cause these players, the, the Taj Brooks, the Tony Bradford's, the Jalen Hutchinson's, the Tyler Shucks, you know, these guys that have been in this for a long time, don't deserve the flack that they're getting. They don't deserve to be on a team that's playing like this first and foremost, but you know, they're, they're doing their best. Maybe not their best. Well, they're doing their best with what's given, you know, we can't ask Bradford and Hutchins to be in the backfield every single down, you know, you need help, you know, but these guys have been in with tech from the get go and they never left. They both had their chances to leave and they chose to stay because they, they love this program. They love this university. They love this city. So all those guys deserve our love. You know, the rabbits, the Hutchinson's, the Bradford's, Shuck, Taj Brooks, you know, some of these guys that have been with, with tech through the shit and y'all know what I'm talking about this shit. So, but man, support your team. Be mad if you want to. Don't be mad at anybody, particularly on the team itself. Like I said, because these guys are the ones going out there. And I'm sure that their effort, they're trying. I'm sure they're, you know, I don't want to bash on anybody because I don't know what's going on on the field. I just know what I could see. And it sucks because, like I said, and I'll keep on saying till I'm black and blue in the face that this team is good. Now, once they get the all the stars aligned, then it'll be perfect. But we haven't done anything to show that that's happening anytime soon, you know. And I, like I said, I, I'm as, I'm as mad as the next guy. Or the average tech fan that watched what happened yesterday and what has been watching this season. You know, we're just looking for something to build on. And it seems like every time that we go into it and we have, you know, even if it's minor, you know, maybe a win over Tarleton State, you know, as as small as that as as small as that was, you know, you would hope that they could kind of take some of that momentum in. And it just didn't happen that way. It's tough. Like I said, I'm ranting and I apologize. I'm getting closer to 40 minutes here, so I'm probably going to cut this off short or cut this off here shortly, you know, but a lot of questions still. And we've had a lot of questions since week one um, kind of direction, what's going to happen, what we should do, what, you know, just a lot of questions. A lot of them 
rightfully so ask questions you know it's okay to ask yourself like why is why can can everybody see that running the ball is the best for this team except for the person who calls the damn plays you know and then that I'm, I'm not the only one who who's been asking that question it's just man the outlook you know kind of where we go from here we'll have more pods moving forward um the rest of this week keys to the game you know grading this game um and what you know scouting our opponent you know houston's coming over here this saturday and they're not much better but i mean that sounds like it could be a boring game you know 14 to 7 kind of game, you know, our offenses aren't really doing much. You know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? The tech has tech has some some soul searching to do. This football program has some soul searching to do. I'm not going to end on a mood point. I'm not going to end like, you know, a Debbie Downer. I'm not going to be sad. I'm I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm angry, which anybody who supports this team could feel that way. Because once again, do not try and tell me how I can and cannot feel for my football team. But just do it the right way. Don't put blame where blame should be put. But don't take it out on our players. You know, I'm sure that they're hearing it enough and they read message boards. They read different social media platforms. And it's kind of hard for them to get up for anything whenever they know that they've lost all the support from this uni- from this fan base, not the, so much the university, but from this fan base, and that's that's not good. So if you're going to be mad, be mad. Be angry, be angry, but be mad and angry at the right people that are in charge of, you know, that are paid, you know, to put this out on the field, and 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 go from there. Whatever, like I said, that's just my own personal opinion. I just almost fully contradicted myself. I said, you know, fan however you want to fan. I'm just telling you to keep it keep it right. But, you know, then I'm telling you how to fan, and that's not right. So just, you know, be angry. Support this team. Support this university. Support the players, you know. And let's go. Let's go right the ship. Let's go right the ship. I'm done talking about how how bad it's been. I'm done talking about what we could have done different. You know, it's we're not even we can't even fully go over a game that you know, yeah, we played four quarters, but it didn't seem like a four quarter game. Like we were just kind of inept for that amount of time. Man, it I'm sorry. I, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. I'm I'm rambling. I'm just gonna stop here. Um once again, thank thank you guys for all the support out there. I don't know how many views or listeners we have, how many fans we got out there, how many agree or disagree with what we have. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I'm sorry for ranting this evening. I'm sure that a lot of people were ranting last night and are still ranting today. Um, it's just tough. It's tough in, uh, in a lot of different reasons why it's tough. Um, so let's just... Let's 
on to the next. I mean, there's we can't go back. We can't get this W back. We can't magically make Tyler's injury go away. You know, these are things that all happen, and we have to deal with them. So let's just let's just move move this move this in the right direction. Let's just we need a spark. Who wants to be the spark for this football team? Who wants to be the catalyst to get this ship right? Who who wants to be that player to do so or coach? You know, all I know is I'm going to be there supporting them on Saturday. I will forever be supporting them. You know, upcoming. Like I said, this team's good. We just haven't we haven't figured it out yet. So I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. Once again, I do apologize for the ranting. It's just, you know, it's tough after that kind of game, after that kind of injury to one of your one of your guys, you know, kind of very similar to um, Bryce Ramirez going down last year at NC State. You know, it's just, yeah, you lost the game, but do you really want to talk about the game all that much? You just want to make sure your guy's good. And all I'm hoping for is knowing that our guy's good. Obviously, he gave us a thumbs up while he was being carted off. So I'm sure he's fine. Just, you know, he's got a long road to recovery. So it's kind of just takes away from some of the game. But, I mean, like I said, all those stuff that you do remember about the game is very, very angering. So let's have a great week of, of work or school, whatever you have. Have a great week. I know it was a tough sports weekend. If you're, especially if you're a Cowboys fan as well, you know, that's on a different podcast, different time, different city, different, you know, that's just not what we do. But it, it was a tough sports weekend. Now, if you're a Rangers fan, then it was great. You know, they swept the Mariners and they're back in first place. Go Rangers if you're a Rangers fan. If you're an Astros fan, well, you lost to the Royals. So, ha, take that. That's my positivity this weekend. Um, but, yeah, that's where I'm going to kind of cut this out. Sorry for the ranting and sorry for apologizing for the ranting. That's just what I do. I'm, it's it's how these things go sometimes. There's just kind of so much that you could talk about. And there's some stuff you just would rather not talk about just because unless there's actual change there, what should we expect? So, um, I'm going to sign off here. Everybody listening, school, work, have a great week. We will be back to you guys soon with more content, mailbags, grading the game, look, looking up to the forward opponent, you know, things like that. Um, like I said, just listen to us. Give us a shot. We're here for you guys. We're going to continue to do this, good, bad, or the other. This is just stuff we love to do. Um, so my name is Joe. I'm again with the Cotton Club crew signing off this evening. Have a great week and wreck them.